Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak alongside. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and we're starting off the show this week with a little Jefferson Airplane 1973. Pat, did you know? Let's do some some background on that song. Okay. Jefferson Airplane. They could not give a free concert in Golden Gate Park because the authorities in San Francisco passed a ban on electronic instruments in mm. 1973. So, in retaliation, they wrote about the ban. They wrote, "We built this city." How wow. about that? That's your history fun fact. Your music fun fact. You're so knowledgeable. I spend a lot of time Googling random things, <laughs> and I learn random trivia because it makes my husband so mad when I randomly yeah. know these things. But sure. I like to bring it here to you because you don't get mad. You would enjoy it, and you <laughs> I do it. enjoy it. And that one, I remember, now I knew they, they had like history in the 70s, uh-huh. and then like when I was growing up in the 80s, that song was like re-released or redone, and I remember vividly yes. like it coming on in the school bus, and we were all so jazzed about it. <laughs> yes. And and I was literally just recently listening to it with my little girls now, and they were like totally jamming out to They're it. So it's, it. that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yes, yes, I love it. Well, and I told you, my daughter, they recently had a pops concert at school, and that was one of the songs, and it was fun, and it's like, ah, oh, this is an old song, and then they played something from like when I was in high school as one of their other old songs, and then it wasn't funny anymore, and then I was <laughs> then I was done. All right, yes. Fine. <laughs> all right, oh, we. We are definitely the oldies now, for sure. I know. They're all there. That's all right. But anyway, fun start to our show today, Pat. We have a lot that we want to get to, and this really caught my attention. 81% of U.S. adults are worried about a recession hitting this year. Mm. Uh, CNBC did a survey on that. Also, Pat, Mark Zandi with Moody's Analytics told Fox Business News that our recession risk is, quote, awfully high. And then Lloyd Blankfein of Goldman Sachs says consumers and companies need to be prepared for a recession risk. So we got a lot of different people telling us that this is coming. What do you say, Pat? What do retirees need to be thinking about doing with their retirement savings? Yeah, you know, I think recession is is just one of those terms that the media just loves because it sounds scary, you know, like, mm. ooh, you know, <laughs> it's, I think it sounds so similar to like a great depression that you start, are people going to be like selling apples right, on right. the street corners or something? So, you know, I think, you know, one of the simple things we always preach, Jen, is having a plan. And, um, you know, if the economy is up or down, if the markets are up or down, the last thing we want our clients doing is thinking that they have to time all of that. And so if we have a plan in place, then, you know, like when when the markets crashed, dropped about a third in 30 days during COVID, we were so inspired by our clients because they weren't scared. They understood, you know, we have a plan. We didn't have all their money in the stock market and that they were going to be okay. And everything uh, rebounded and they were okay. And so I would say the same thing. I said, do you have a plan? Do you know what you're doing with your funds? Are you set up to accomplish your goals? If you have a plan, then you stick to the plan. If you don't, that's the thing that we need to be concerned about because the last thing you want to be doing is either trying to predict the future or to be reactive to what you're hearing in the news. So I shared with you a few minutes ago about what some different analysts were saying. I'm, I'm going to add one more voice to that. Greg McBride is the chief financial analyst at Bankrate.com, and he had some advice for investors right now, what they should be thinking about. So take a listen to this one. In a year like this where interest rates are going up and, and at a pretty substantial clip, you can expect there are going to be a lot of ups and downs, but it's really important for individual investors to maintain that long-term perspective, particularly in the face of, of sharp pullbacks in the market. All right. So that's another voice there on what we should be thinking about. Pat, what's your take on that? What's your reaction? 
Well, when I think of the stock market and stock market risk, I'm thinking of a couple of things. One is if I go back to the beginning of my career, which was January 1997 in, in the booming 90s, we're talking, you know, dial up internet and all that kind of fun stuff. It was it was much more difficult to do research uh, than it is mm. now. And <laughs> right. as, so we have a little better understanding of where the markets are historically. And our advisor team has been saying for a few years now that the U.S. stock market is high compared to historical numbers. Uh, that doesn't mean we're predicting a crash. We don't know what's gonna happen. It just means it's not on sale by any means. So the market pulling back is no surprise to us. Now, of course, the question is, you know, what happens from here, uh, number one. And then the second thing I would say uh, for Mr. McBride's comments is he's talking about sharp pullbacks and then also he's talking about the long-term focus. I do think that that is prudent if you have money in the market and you're prepared for the long haul. I will say this, there is financial theory that people throw out and say, oh, the stock market always outperforms everything else. And then there's real life. And in real life, we get scared because we're human beings, right? I mean, you know, there's no one that can just say, oh, the market's down a thousand points today. Who cares? You know, I lost tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, well, you know, that's just not how human beings are wired. Yeah. So I think that's one of the things that we really think, Jen, is it's really important to understand your own personality, uh, not only your goals, but also your makeup and, you know, how much risk uh, do you want to take? Uh, because you're, we always talk about how your retirement plan really should be custom built for you. And that's tailored to your goals, but it's also tailored to your, your comfort with risk. Um, so you should be taking the amount of risk that you are comfortable with. And if you're not really sure if you are, that's one of the reasons we offer a portfolio review at no cost and no obligation. You just have to call us at 803-9-RETIRE. That gives you a chance to have someone take a look and see how much risk you're taking and see if it's about the amount you should be. So once again, uh, no cost and no obligation. Take advantage of a portfolio review by calling 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rizak alongside. Now, Pat, when we have a down economy, when we have a lot going on, you see all these headlines and they have all these different terms, right? You see correction and bear market and recession, and we might not know what they all mean. We know they're not good. I think we all understand <laughs> that. But talk about the difference between those different market scenarios, because there's just a lot of different things we're reading right now about bear market versus recession. Yeah, and, and this is another great example, Jen, that the media loves all of these scary <laughs> terms, right? Because the last thing the media can have is nothing scary because, you know, good news doesn't sell. Right, so right. I love the idea of kind of defining these. So when you think about the stock market, the two terms are a correction and a bear market. A correction means uh, it drops at least 10% from its highest number. And then a bear market is when it is at least 20% from its highest number. And, you know, that sounds really scary. And that's a big difference. Uh, but if you think about it, if you go back to almost 100 years, the US stock market has had 26 bear markets. So that means, you know, maybe around once every four years that that happens. And two of the biggest stock market crashes in United States history have happened during my career, you know, the tech bubble in 2000, 2001, and then, you know, during the housing crisis in late 2007, and then all the way through 2008. So, you know, these things happen. I mean, the markets don't just go straight up all the time. Right. Otherwise, you know, we'd all just be rich and, <laughs> and sitting back with lots of money. Yeah. Uh, and then the other term that you mentioned there is a recession. And the def definition of that is it's a period of time when economic activity measured by GDP declines for two consecutive quarters. Uh, but of course, you know, different people have different meanings for that. And I think um, the main thing I always say is I personally don't lose sleep if the media is saying, are we going to have a recession? Are we not? The bottom line is the markets are going to do what the markets are going to do. And then, you know, if you're working still, then, you know, maybe unemployment and things like that are important to you. But I don't know why someone would lay awake at night worrying about a recession. Yeah, I, I think that's that is a good point. But you know, Pat, let's talk about what goes into creating a retirement income strategy to help protect against a down economy because we don't want to be up at night worrying about these things. But we need a little bit of planning to help give us a little bit more confidence. Talk a little bit about what all goes into that to help protect against the possibility of a down economy in retirement. 
Yeah, so that's really a good point. You know, if a down economy can have a lot of effects on us individually, it could affect our investments, it could affect the stock market, it could affect interest rates, it could affect inflation, you know, all those things are kind of happening right now. So that's why we preach that the absolute foundation to a successful retirement plan is having a written retirement income strategy. And all that means is, you know, back in the good old days, you maybe just had social security and a pension, you didn't have to think about anything else. Now we have to, we have to have a plan, we have to figure out how you're going to actually take income in retirement because the absolute thing we have to make sure happens is you don't run out of money when you're retired. So that's why the number one thing that we do with our clients is we build them a written retirement income strategy, which means they know about how much they're going to need to enjoy the retirement that they're looking for. And then they know where that money is going to come from. But that may sound simple, but it's just something that, you know, no one is actually taught to do or trained to do. And so it's one of the most valuable things uh, that we think anyone can do, not only to be prepared for retirement, but to give you peace of mind to know that you have that in place. Like you said, um, if there's down economy, if the markets crash, we've got this in place. So we know it's going to work. So Fox Business News reports that our risk for recession is high. So it is probably a good idea, Pat, to take some time to evaluate your assets and learn about the steps you can take to help protect your retirement savings here, right? Absolutely. And, and you can run into trouble when you have to start taking withdrawals from your retirement accounts while the market is taking a hit. It's a tough spot to be in because whether the market is up, down, or sideways, you still need income in retirement. You can't just stop buying groceries or paying your water bill because your retirement accounts are, are taking a hit when the stock market's down. Here's how we can help. We can do an analysis to help you uncover the main risks posing a threat to your retirement, especially stock market volatility. We can do a stress test on your retirement plan. Put your portfolio through an analysis to see just how much it can handle in terms of losses. And then we can start talking about solutions. We can go over some potential moves you can make to help preserve your life savings from the downside risk. There is absolutely no cost and no obligation. It's just for listeners of the show. To get started, call us at 803-9-RETIRE and ask for a retirement stress test. We can't put the next recession on the calendar. No one knows when it'll happen or just how long it might last. But putting a plan in place today can help make sure your savings could last no matter what happens with the economy. Call 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. Hi, this is John Farley. For the past 12 years, you've seen me on TV. But before becoming a meteorologist, my first degree was actually in finance. My parents, like a lot of people, didn't know much about the financial world. As a result, they got exploited by some not-so-honest folks. That's why finance has always been a passion of mine. And for the last six years, I've been working with a team at Preservation Specialists to help people just like you plan for your retirement. What I love about Preservation Specialists is that we are locally owned and fiercely independent. That means we simply work for you. If that's what you want in a financial advisor, then give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Don't make the same mistakes my parents did. Work with an advisor who can help get you to and through retirement successfully. 803-9-RETIRE. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm laughing because I almost said Save Your Retirement from Pat Struby. But that's oh, not, that's Jen. not right. That's, that's not right. That's mean. <laughs> I know. That's a mean way to get back into the show. Sorry about that. Pat, here's what I'm thinking right now. This happens every year in every state in America. The orange cones, the construction zones, right? They block your way. You have to change your route. You want to pull your hair out. And all you can think is, how long is this going to last? Why didn't they plan better? Which, by the way, not questions you want to be asking about your retirement, <laughs> uh, I should say. Now, Pat, I don't know. Detours, um, that, that wasn't really, there wasn't a villain in your book, Save Your Retirement, about the, <laughs> the, or someone saving us from the, the nightmare that is road construction. But boy, I think this is such a good analogy in so many ways for our retirement because you think about 
Pat, just those detours that can force you. Sometimes it's just, you know, maybe a couple blocks out of your way. Sometimes it's significant. Sometimes it's a mm. big deal. And it can really put a, a cramp in your day. It can really mess things up. And so you think about that, Pat. What can kind of force you to take a detour when it comes to your retirement? Because these things are out there in, in our retirement plans as well. Yeah, it's it's really an interesting thought, Jen. So, you know, we're thinking about construction on the roads. We're thinking about how it creates detours for the path you're trying to get to. Sure, and, sure. and what comes to my mind there is, is the detour something that's affecting everyone or is it something personal? So if it's something personal, that could be being laid off mm. uh, two years before you were planning to retire or having a health problem and not being able to work anymore. It could be a divorce. It could be a death in the family. Um, you know, there's so many things, you know, that could affect us personally that could really change our outlook on retirement. So those are certainly things uh, that we have uh, unfortunately experienced with our clients over the years. So we know how to how to handle those scenarios, but also maybe plan for them uh, as well. And then you have those detours that all of us as you know, a community or, or a nation are dealing with stock market crashes, mm-hmm. uh, inflation, making things cost uh, a lot more, tax rates going up. You know, those are the ones that come to my mind right away. And those are the kinds of things, Jen, that I would say our clients ask us the most to help protect them against. And they might say, I'm really nervous. You yeah. know, the historical average of inflation is 3% a year. I'm nervous it's going to be 5% a year. And so we call that a stress test. So we can run a projection and see what would happen if that were the case. And so those are the ones that come to mind as the biggest ones that we see people, you know, concerned about and, and are planning for. That's a really interesting point when you point out the difference between that that kind of like personal emergency versus something that we're all experiencing, the, a pandemic or or you know all the volatility mm. versus that individual. It's more like I guess like a tire blowout is whatever your personal crisis is versus that detour that's forcing everybody to reroute. So there's a couple of interesting ways to look at that. Um, there are just so many analogies, Pat, we can make when we talk about that idea of of traveling and and that transportation idea. You think about, for example, going on a, a longer trip now. You can map around, you kind of get a feel for your local detours, right? We know where the, mm. the road construction is right right here, right now. But you think about, you know, if maybe you and your wife are taking the girls somewhere at some point later in the year, there could be road construction somewhere along the way that you can't really map out. You do the best you can, right? You you have that roadmap for where you're going, but you might not know some of those other things as you get there. So let's talk a little bit about that, Pat, that idea of having a, a roadmap for a longer trip. Um, I'm guessing a lot of people don't really have that for their retirement. They kind of leave their jobs <laughs> and they don't have it. Yeah, I think, Jen, you know, we've met with, you know, hundreds and hundreds or maybe thousands of people over the years and talked about retirement with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of chuckling as I think about this, you know, you, you think of the analogy of traveling, and do you have a roadmap for retirement? And I think people, you know, run the spectrum there, you know, we have people that maybe they've built plans with us, they have a great roadmap for retirement, and they still kind of stress out about it or worry about it. Are, are you sure we're okay? You know, yeah, they're they're right. kind of the planning type, which is near and dear to my heart, of course. Mm-hmm. But then you also have people that I've had people come in and said, hey, I was, I was thinking maybe I'd check and see if I'm okay for retirement. And I'll say, great, when are you planning to retire? And they say, oh, I'm retiring this Friday. Ooh. And they haven't talked to anyone yet. They have Gosh. no roadmap whatsoever. And I commend them for their confidence, you know, uh, but it's just that would make me so afraid, you know, and I think you have people, you know, anywhere in between. And that's why, Jen, we always talk about the fact that, you know, no one is given any kind of training on how to retire or how to plan for your retirement or anything like that. That's why we love doing this show. We love, you know, providing information on retirement is because we just think it's so important. And, you know, most people don't have any kind of, you know, education on it in school. Um, There's usually not a whole lot of explanation from, you know, the company you work for, HR or anything like that. And, um, you know, that could be a very scary thing. Uh, I always say I thought when I was going to be be in the financial world that my number one job would be, you know, making smart financial decisions. And I learned long ago, those are really important. But the most important thing is to give people comfort and peace of mind that they're going to be okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. that's what the planning is, is ultimately doing. And so that I would certainly say, you know, if you're listening right now and you're thinking, well, I don't really have a roadmap for my retirement. That's the reason we offer our five-step retirement review to listeners of the show at no cost and no obligation. 
obligation. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE. And so it's very simple. Uh, it's very easy. It's just a chance for you to sit down with one of our retirement planners and take a look at what you're trying to accomplish for retirement and if you're on track. And we'll help you at no cost and no obligation do kind of a preliminary review and see if you're on track, uh, if you're on that right path on your roadmap. So once again, no cost and no obligation. Call now at 803-9-RETIRE. Pat Struby is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rizak alongside making some comparisons to navigating road construction, having a roadmap, but then also having to navigate road construction to what this is like in retirement, trying to navigate around all those detours that life can throw out at us. And, you know, Pat, I, I mentioned this earlier. Sometimes a detour is small. It just might take you a couple blocks or maybe a couple miles out of your way. A couple years ago, we were out in Colorado, and it was unfortunately during wildfire season. Mm. And there were significant stretches of I-70 that were shut down entirely because of these wildfires. And when you look at the type of detour you have to take to go around mountains, it's a <laughs> significant detour. And it was one of those things where if we were just able to stay on I-70 heading back toward Denver or whatever, there were gas stations along the way. And we knew the roads are relatively flat. You look at some of these detours, we had no idea where the gas stations were. Were we going to be able to actually make it back or did we need to stop and get gas because the last thing you want with kids in the car is to be stranded somewhere and there's all these wildfires everywhere and we didn't even know if we had enough gas to get back around and you talk about that pat that is not a good feeling in retirement when you are feeling like you're out in the middle of nowhere and you don't know if you've got enough gas in the tank if you have enough income to make it all the way through yeah, that's a perfect analogy, Jen. When you think of you know any type of situation, and we've all been there. You're driving, and you suddenly realize you're low on gas, and you have no idea where that next opportunity is going to be. And you know the other example I would add to what you mentioned is what is everyone doing? If everyone who knows that that's the situation, what are they doing in the car? They're staring at the gas gauge, yes. right? Yes. You're staring at it, yeah. Whereas if you have a full tank of gas and you know where the gas stations are, you you're not paying any attention to the gas gauge. And my, isn't that the same with our nest egg? Ooh. I mean, if you are living in fear in retirement that you're going to run out of money, you're probably staring at your net worth statement or your investment statements all the time. Whereas we would love to see the exact opposite. And I talk about this in my new book, The Retirement Secret, that you know, most people, their number one hobby in retirement isn't tracking their finances. And what if you didn't have to think about that? What if you didn't have to worry about that because you've got a plan in place? That is absolutely a perfect analogy, Jen. And, and that's really where we want our listeners to get to is to have that confidence that they have a plan in place and they don't have to be just constantly sweating, you know, the numbers and making mm-hmm. sure everything's okay. Right. It's just not a good feeling. It's not a comfortable feeling when you have to keep going back and checking and worrying. So let's talk a little bit about what that process looks like, Pat, for when you're helping somebody put together that strategy. So then they have that assurance, they know what's going on with the money, and they don't have to go and, and frantically check those account balances every single day. What, what does that process look like? Yeah, I mean, one example I would use, Jen, when you're working with a financial advisor, and this is really our philosophy, is you might think their job is to pick like some great investment for you. That's not it at all. In fact, the success in investing, while sure, we'd love for you to get a great return, the true success is in accomplishing your goals. Mm. Um, so it's not really, in, you know, whatever that number is or anything like that. So the first thing we have to do is we have to figure out what your goals are. So if we're talking about retirement, what do you want to be doing and how much is that going to cost? And then we can start backing into, okay, where are we going to generate the income from to get you all those things? And then from there, then we can start getting into all the other areas. And that's where it gets kind of fun and exciting. Well, what types of investments are going to cre- help you create that? income? Um, Are there tax strategies that we can layer in there to help you keep as much as possible and have Uncle Sam keep less of it? And what things do we do to protect you, you know, from some of those detours and potholes and things like that? So all of those things kind of layer in one step at a time. That's why we call it a five-step retirement review. And once again, Jen, we offer that to our show listeners at no cost and no obligation. Just call 803-9-RETIRE to get started. Once again, our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. Call now at 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. You've heard Pat on radio. Now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the 7 o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10.
Matt's new book, The Retirement Secret, is now available. It's a companion to his first book, Save Your Retirement. Order yours right now at Amazon.com. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is the author of the books Save Your Retirement and The Retirement Secret. And Pat, you know as well as I do that the guardrails on a bridge are there for a reason. They keep you from going over the edge. That's their job. They guard you. (laughs) They're a rail that guards you. Mm. But you know what? You feel better knowing that they're in place. You go across with more confidence when there's something to keep you from falling. And I'm sure you've experienced this, Pat. We took our kids camping last year on the rim of the Grand Canyon. Oh, wow. Now, I will tell you, on the north rim of the Grand Canyon, there's yeah. maybe 27 feet of guardrails. <laughs> there's it's like, who made this thing? There's no guardrails anywhere. But there were places, Pat, when we're walking on these trails, and we're very aware that we could just go tumbling over the edge. And even yeah. though I walk around without falling down all the time, <laughs> I felt like I was about to fall. And then you get to a place where there's just the smallest bit of a rail, and even though I wasn't leaning on it and I didn't actually need it, I felt better. Like I, wow. I could actually walk faster and breathe easier because I yeah. knew it was there. And I'm sure we've all experienced that before, yes. Pat, just that feeling where you feel a little bit better when you know there's something protecting you, right? It really is amazing, Jen. And I've had that happen, yes. you know, in, you know, anytime you're driving anywhere mountainous, like out in the national parks, you know, out west, I've mm. definitely experienced that driving. And then I've also, you know, I have a thing about like, um, hotels that have like balconies and yeah yeah, there's something about the open air like I'm not usually that afraid of heights but it just there's something about it and I'm you know the kids will always want to just put their feet up there's usually like a rung that's like two inches off the ground and and I'm always like feet on the ground feet on the ground (laughs) like I I I doubt that people fling themselves over over the top on accident very often but yeah it's there's something about having something there to protect you uh, that it's an amazing amount of comfort that it gives you right And, and so you think about how that feels when you go from that just tense feeling that you have in your body of being afraid you could fall over the edge to how much more comfortable you feel when you know there's a barrier let's talk about how we get that with our money because that is not a good feeling if you are afraid you're going to be over the edge with with losses or something how do we get that barrier so we can breathe a little bit easier with our money yeah i think like you said a guardrail on a bridge is literally a rail that guards you and so how do you how do you guard your finances or your nest egg or mm-hmm. your retirement and i think the most gratifying moments of my entire career which is my entire adult life are when people outwardly express that um you know and i think of people that come in uh, with tremendous anxiety and fear that they'll never be able to retire or that they're going to be living their life wondering, how do I make sure I'll have enough? How do I make sure, you know, I won't have to, you know, apply to be a greeter at Walmart or all those, you know, those things that we say to ourselves, like that we're because we're worried about it, even if we make jokes about it. And now they come in for a review. And so often they might say at the end of the review, just they might just, you know, thank you. Thank you that we we know that we're going to be OK. And, you know, it sounds silly and it may sound incredibly boring jen but we we think the biggest piece of that is having a plan mm-hmm. by when you have a plan in place and you have a team of planners that are creating the plan and making the plan work and making adjustments to the plan then you don't have to worry about it you know you've hired someone who knows what they're doing to do that and i, I think we've seen a lot of people gain just tremendous confidence just from taking those simple steps So let's talk about what those guardrails might look like for something like protecting against volatility. Because for some people, the temptation is to just get off the bridge entirely, get all the way out, don't even be on there. But if you do have some of your money exposed to risk, what do those guardrails look like? How how are we protecting from too much loss? Yeah, that's a great one, Jen. So, of course, ever since 401ks and IRAs were invented, the shift has gone from us depending on social security and pensions for retirement to now most of us have to essentially become a pension manager and create our own retirement income mm-hmm. with a nest egg. We're our own portfolio manager. So that's a that's a pretty important job. And so we have to do a good job with it. So because of that, most of us have some experience with investing in the stock market. So, you know, we always say that um, your goal should dictate what you do with your money. So if you are 30 years old and saving for retirement, 
you probably don't need to worry too much about a major downturn in the stock market because you have time on your side to let that rebound. But if you are close to retirement or in retirement, that is a whole different game. And so there has to be some way of reducing your risk. So you said it very well there, Jen, you know, do you want to just get out altogether or do you want to have that guardrail completely? And, and that's actually, that those are actually the two options. So, you know, investment experts will say there's two different things you can do. You can avoid the risk or you can diversify to reduce the risk. And so those are the types of things uh, we talk about when we talk about custom building a plan for uh, all of our clients, because uh, some people are comfortable with different amounts of risk. And someone may say, hey, I've saved extra so that I don't have to worry as much in retirement. So maybe they want to be more conservative with their investments in retirement. Of course, there's other people that like that idea of trying to get a higher average return and they're okay with more ups and downs. So that's why we would absolutely say it's, it's a highly personalized question. And that's why that's where the value comes in of it being custom built for you. And let's talk a little bit, Pat, if we want to get started on that custom built plan, what's the best way to get started on that? Yeah, that's the reason, uh, Jen, that we offer our five-step retirement review at no cost and no obligation, specifically for listeners of the show. That's an opportunity to sit down with one of our advisors and go over those five areas of retirement. And that is your investment plan, your income plan, taxes, healthcare, and estate plan. And those are the five areas that create a comprehensive retirement plan. And of course, you know, you're not sitting down with someone for 30 or 45 minutes and creating all that, mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's an opportunity to talk about what you're trying to accomplish take a look at where you're at right now. And then that initial analysis, there is no cost for that. And that gives you a great kind of bird's eye view of where you stand. And if, you, if you've never done that before, or if it's been a long time, or if you've done something that's only been focused on investments, I would definitely encourage you to take advantage of this offer by calling us at 803-9-RETIRE. There truly is no cost and no obligation for listeners of our show. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialist. That number again, 803-9-RETIRE. And the idea that we're talking about here in this part of the show, putting in those guardrails for our retirement savings. The whole idea is you feel so much better. Think about the times that you have been maybe up on that balcony at a hotel or on a bridge or maybe my example earlier, on the rim of the Grand Canyon, you <laughs> feel better when there's a guardrail, when there's some type of barrier between you and the edge. And a quick parenting tip, Pat, if you and Janelle mm. are ever going to take yes, the girls please. out to the Grand Canyon. Obviously, you're in the desert. Hydration is very important. So anytime you hear someone say to their children or you say it, that's close enough. <laughs> Everybody take a drink of your water bottle. You're going to stay real, real hydrated that way because you'll hear that's, that a lot. That's close enough. You're close enough. Take two that's steps awesome. back. <laughs> Just a, a quick tip. Hydration's important, Thank uh, you. especially at the Grand Canyon. So there you go. That one's for free this week here, Pat. Um, <laughs> another one of those big issues that we have that we want to be safeguarding against, taxes. This is another one of those things where... It is not a good feeling when you have uncertainty about just how much of your savings could be going toward things like taxes. It's one of those things, Pat, it's often in flux because tax policies mm. change. What do those guardrails look like when it comes to protecting our savings? Yeah, when, when we're thinking about you know our taxes in retirement, we've always felt that this is important, Jen, but it has just increased and increased and increased over the last few years because um, you know, we are now over $30 trillion in debt as a country. Every single expert in that area says eventually the only possible solution is to increase tax rates. And yet we've created a system in our country where most of us are encouraged to save all of our money in 401ks and IRAs, which are, guess what, tax deferred. Mm -hmm. This is a really bad combination. <laughs> so, so we talk about this being proactive tax planning. You need to put some kind of limits. I mean, if you literally save every dollar for your retirement, in a tax deferred account. And we have clients that have saved, you know, a million dollars in a 401k, $2 million, $3 million. And what if you're in a 22% tax bracket and now all of a sudden that tax bracket's 27% or 37%. I mean, these are numbers that people that follow our financial status think are very possible. That's a, just a completely, you know, nightmare situation for you because you worked your tail off for all that money and now all of a sudden you're getting a lot less out than you thought. So 
for us, the guardrail in that scenario is proactive tax planning, which allows us to essentially what we're going to do, Jen, is your money can be taxed one of three ways. And we just want to take a stock of all three of those and see where you're at and see what we can do to improve your situation down the road. The first would be a regular taxable account, which is like money you have sitting in the bank or a brokerage account where you get a 1099 every year. The second would be tax deferred, like your 401k and IRA. And then the third would be something that would be tax free on the back end, like a Roth IRA. Now, again, it's like anything else in life, there's no perfect solution for sure. that that works for everybody it's different that's why we always talk about custom building it but this is the you don't know what you're at risk for until you have this analysis done and we think that this is one of those big ones that's going to affect a lot of us over the next five or ten years right it's certainly an issue that a lot of people have their eye on and pat for so many people the big concern is outliving their savings right whether it's volatility or taxes health care the cost of everything going up due to inflation all of those things make us concerned that we could potentially outlive our savings, plus the fact that we're living longer today. So what are some strategies to think about to help safeguard against outliving our savings? That is a big fear for so many people. Yeah, I think outliving our savings is the number one financial mm -hmm. fear of Americans, and I think it should be. So I think that's being thoughtful about your yeah. situation. Yeah. You know, we had, when you think of the three-legged stool of retirement income, the first one was always Social Security. Now, I don't think that's going anywhere soon, but clearly Social Security has major, major financial flaws. Um, so we don't know what's going to happen with that in the future. The second one is pensions. And uh, of course, those are disappearing. So that means so much of this all falls onto the third leg of the stool, which is our nest egg. So how do we create something that's going to last? And there's, there's really only a few ways to do that. If you want something with a guarantee of income, generally speaking, Jen, it's got to be a pension that you're receiving. It's got to be Social Security, which is backed by the federal government. And then the third would be an annuity that has a lifetime income guarantee. Um, so those are ways to kind of create that foundation. And then the other thing that we recommend that works well for a lot of people is to consider dividend-paying investments, you know, even in low-interest rate environments, there are things out there that might be paying four or five or six percent dividends. So you're not worried about, you know, the markets, you know, swinging up and down and things like that. You're just kind of collecting the dividends to help cover your income. So there's a lot of solutions to that. Of course, we're not going to have enough time to go into all of those. But the bottom line is understanding what options are available to you and which ones are best for you. And you can do that by taking advantage of our five-step retirement review at no cost and no obligation by calling us at 803-9-RETIRE. Again, it's available to listeners today at no cost and no obligation. Call now to get started at 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert Tim Hanbury. Most people don't realize there are two enrollment periods for Medicare Advantage plans. The first is called the Annual Enrollment Period, which is from October 15th to December 7th. During this time, you can change to any other Medicare Advantage plan available in the county you live. And this is when you see all the ads on TV. The second enrollment period is called a Medicare Advantage Open Enrollment Period, and this runs between January 1st and March 31st. The main reason for the additional enrollment period is to help people who need to change the Advantage plan they're in. Advantage plans use networks of participating providers and will typically include prescription coverage. Sometimes, after the annual enrollment period, people find the providers they thought participated with the plan are not participating or a prescription medication that they take is not covered under the plan. This happens often enough that Medicare reinstated the open enrollment period in 2019 so that people can make a one-time change to a plan which better covers their needs. With Advantage plans, you need to be an active consumer to make sure the plan you choose is right for you. Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. You can schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation with the team at Preservation Specialists right now. Call 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is sweating bullets right now because we're <laughs> getting ready to put him to the test Pat, we've done retirement trivia before. We're doing it again. And our topic this week is Social Security. 
Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling a lot of pressure because I feel like I should know most of the answers. So if I get a lot of these wrong, it's going to be quite embarrassing. Uh, well, and I know you know a lot about Social Security. Some of these are going to be really interesting little, like, fun facts about Social oh, Security. Oh, okay. so, okay. So, and I mean, you know, the first one that I'm going to ask you, for example, I don't know that it really speaks to your intelligence on the matter. It's more of just, like, a <laughs> random little bit of trivia. So, okay. Okay. First Social Security payment, I, you know, you may have heard of Ida Mae Fuller. She was yes. the first person who got that monthly payment. So my question to you is, how much was it, that first mm. monthly payment made to Ida Mae on January 31st, 1940? Was that little check for A, $15.79, B, $22.54, C, $36.31 or D, a hefty $56.65 for her monthly payment for Social Security. Okay, so I was, I, in my brain, I was overstating inflation because I was actually thinking it was like $2 oh. or something. So I'm going to go with, instead of going with the closest number, which is mm -hmm. A, I'm going to go with B because I'm assuming I just moved the decimal point over. Oh, okay. B, $22 okay. is what I'm going to say. Final answer? Yes. That's I love that right. sound. Ding. Yes. Look at you. She was a teacher and a legal assistant from Vermont. And I love this quote from her later. She said, it wasn't that I expected anything, mind you, but I knew I'd been paying for something called Social Security. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Back when it was a, a concept that we were kind of aware of, but didn't really know much about yet back in the and day. Isn't it funny to think of someone being interviewed for receiving a payment from Social Security? <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. For $22. If, if they only knew what, what it would turn into Holy over the years. Holy you know? moly. What would Ida May say today, right? Okay. Here's another history question from Social okay. Security. Average life expectancy when Social Security was passed, Pat, was it A, 45 years old, B, 52 years old, C, 58 years old, or D, 62 years old? What was the average life expectancy? Okay, so uh, full benefits originally was at 65. Okay. And my understanding was I thought that it was pretty close to life expectancy at the time. So I'm going to say 62. All right, is that your final answer? It is absolutely my final answer. All right, here's the thing. I'm being generous here. Oh, because no. Because... Okay. It was a trick question. 62 was the average life expectancy for women, but 58 was for men. So it was, oh. a, it was C and D as a trick question. But Isn't that amazing, though, that they started the age well beyond <laughs> that much past actual, the guys? Actual, well, and it was beyond either of their yeah. life expectancies. Yeah, for sure. Um, I remember when I was researching <laughs> for one of my books, I went kind of did a deep dive into these things, and the original idea was from... I think it's Otto von Bismarck from mm -hmm. Germany, like the 1880s. And they did the same thing, but it was like it started paying at 65 and the life expectancy was like 47 or something wow. crazy. Yeah, so it was like it, made, it sounded like, what, look at this wonderful benefit that we're providing you. But like no one was going to actually get <laughs> you it. You will know? all die before you can <laughs> be eligible. Yeah, super. Um, all right. Here's another fun uh, history question. This goes back to the 30s. How many employees did Social Security have to issue new numbers back in 1936 <laughs> when they first started having them? Was it A, 100 employees, B, 250, C, 750, or D, 2,000 to wow. issue all those Social Security numbers? Well, they would not have had any computers to no. do the work, so that would <laughs> be a challenge. Not. And uh, I know FDR was trying to employ as many people as possible mm -hmm. after the Great Depression started. So I have never heard anything about this, and I'm just kind of, it's a wild guess. I'm just going to go with D2000. That's going to be my final answer. I was so hoping to give you a buzzer. No. I love when I completely guess right. Yes, it's and you great. get it right. Yes. Um, 2,000 employees to issue numbers to an estimated 26 million people who were originally being issued those Social Security numbers. Wow. So even though they had a hefty staff of 2,000 people, <laughs> they're 
That's a heck of a workload right there. And like you said, no computers. I think we had some serious hand cramping back then when they were Isn't trying to get Isn't that amazing to think about? I don't yeah. even know if they had like a Scantron or something like that, you <laughs> I, know? Like, I don't what know they, what they would have done. Doing that? I mean, they would have had like a typewriter. I mean, there they would have been things like that, but um need a lot of whiteout though. Holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go ahead to modern times now, Pat. How much is the average monthly Social Security payment? Is it A, $667? This is average again. B, $1,657? Is it C, $2,286? Or D, $3,148? The average monthly Social Security payment today. That's really hard, Jen, because, you know, we, well, we have, I mean, we've met with hundreds and hundreds of people, maybe thousands, and, you know, talk about their basic financial situation. And if they're collecting, we find out how much they're collecting. And typically, if they aren't, we're asking what their estimate is. And uh, I, I think the maximum right now is somewhere in the low 3,000s. So mm-hmm. that obviously would not be the average. Okay. And w- what's interesting is you have someone, let's say, that's retiring now and maybe is near that maximum. But you still have people living right now collecting that maybe claimed 10 or 20 or 30 years ago, right, before some of those inflation. And so maybe they only collected a few, started with a few hundred dollars. I'm going to go with like the 1600. Is that one of the, is that one of my options? Um, Is that one of my, B, 1657. Okay. That's what I'm going to go with. Is that your, that's your final answer? That's my final answer, answer, yeah. Really? Final answer? Yep. Gosh darn it. I was, I, Oh, I just want to give you the buzzer, and I can't yet. Yeah, so that's the 2022 number. If you remember, we had all that big news about the increase in October of 2021. It went up by 5.9%. That was the average of about $92 per beneficiary per month to bring it up to $1,600.57. So... Again, average monthly payment. Again, not something that we want to say, no thanks, I don't want it, but I think it speaks to the fact that you probably want to do some additional planning other than Social Security when it comes to uh, how you'll pay your bills in retirement. Because while that is great to have that, probably not enough for a lot of people to live on entirely. So. There's no doubt about that. And I think the retirees I've spoken to are not very excited about it because they're assuming there will be equal increases in Medicare costs that'll probably wipe it out anyway. And then on top of that, you have everything's getting more expensive (laughs) every month. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, So you need to have other places to find retirement income. Definitely a conversation to have. I think that's a good place for me to throw out the phone number there, 803-9-RETIRE, to talk about some of those options as it relates to your income in retirement. Because while Social Security is It's a given for a lot of people. There's probably some other things that we want to talk about as well. And certainly our next question is when when to start taking that. So again, 803-9-RETIRE is that number. Pat, here's our next question. And I think we're going to have time for a bonus question. So that'll be fun. But let's get through this first one here because I I really want to give you the buzzer at some point. So I'm (laughs) going to keep trying it. You know, know, I'm just itching to do this. Okay. Uh, Question number five, Pat. At what age will your social security payment max out? Is it A, at 67? Is it B, at age 50? Is it C, age 72, or is it D, trick question, it's different for everyone when Social Security maxes out? Oh, when does your mm. Social Security max out? Mm-hmm. When does it totally max out? You can't get any more benefits. Ah, that's a weirdly worded question. See, and that's what I was hoping for. It might just mess <laughs> you up if I say. So I'm just going to pick my own answer, okay. and I'm going to say that I'm assuming what you're referring to is the ability for the benefits to continue growing mm-hmm. and deferring. That would be age 70. You're mm-hmm. trying to trick me with 72 because they changed required distributions <laughs> to 72, but that's not correct. <laughs> However, if you delay your – at any point you start claiming your Social Security benefits, I would make sure to note that I think the question is poorly worded because your what? benefits can <gasps> – because your benefits can still continue to grow. You just mentioned they're going up 5.9% right now. Right. So no one, no one, is, no one oh. is limited by that benefit, oh, right? that's quite technical when you C, add in the COLA. See, yeah. Oh, so I'm going to say E – Seven, 70 years old. Because I have no idea what other answer you're going to give me. No, that's right. No, that's right. 
was, okay. That's what it was referring to was when does it stop okay. having that growth that you get okay. every year. So so explain that a little bit. So that's full retirement age, right? Full retirement age is based on when you were born, and that is the how it will stop changing. But then it continues to increase until you turn 70. That's when they stop growing for everybody. There's nobody who gets to be like special like Queen Elizabeth, and it keeps growing, right? <laughs> that's correct. Like, I don't okay. think Queen Elizabeth has very good Social Security benefits either. But, yeah, probably uh, that's, not. That's neither here nor there. No, so you're, you're right. So what we're referring to is, you know, anyone listening right now that's not already claiming Social Security, your full retirement age for Social Security is either 66 or 67 or somewhere in between, depends on the year you were born. You can start claiming as early as 62, and you can allow your benefits to continue growing and compounding and deferral until age 70. There's no reason to delay it more than that because it won't grow any longer than that. All right. So I will take your insult about the way the question was worded in stride. And now we will move on to the bonus round, Pat. Right. And we've okay. got one more chance where my okay. finger is hovering over the buzzer. <laughs> what topic is the most visited Social Security webpage? What is the topic of the most visited mm. Social Security webpage? So they have all these tabs when you go yep. to the Social Security Administration's webpage. Is it A, how to get a replacement card? Is no. it B, a name change? No. Is it C, your retirement estimator? I like that. Or is it D, most popular baby names? <laughs> I am going to go with estimator because I was thinking it'd be something along the lines of like, when can I yeah. claim my benefits? Yeah. I mean, it's so important to know. So retirement estimator, C is yep. your final answer. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Baby names, It was Pat. really? The most popular baby names. Back in 1998, (laughs) they started publishing this list of the most popular names based on what they were getting from applications for newborns. I had no idea. And, like, if you Google baby names, like baby names list, it will be one of those options. It's like the fourth one, popular baby names. So people who are looking for baby names... They go to the Social Security Administration. Well, what we need to do is throw some advertisements on that page. Then maybe they'll help pay with the government debt. (laughs) There you You go. They got so many people going to the site. Yeah, there you go. So when you're going there to check out if your grandkids are on the list, make sure you check out that retirement estimator as well. There's some (laughs) other good resources there. Pat, super fun to talk about Social Security, and I'm glad I finally stumped you on one of them. (laughs) But here's the reality. When it comes to Social Security, there was a study in 2019 that said only 4% of Americans were taking those benefits at the optimal time. And that, Pat, means most of us are taking our benefits at the wrong time, and we're losing out on tens of thousands of dollars over a lifetime. Yeah, the average household is missing out on $111,000 in unclaimed Social Security benefits because of not taking their benefits at the optimal time. Unfortunately, not many financial advisors are even willing to talk about this. To me, $100,000 is a huge amount of money, and I wouldn't want to accidentally miss out on a benefit like that. There are a lot of variables you need to consider before you start taking Social Security. So we are offering a free Social Security analysis to help you look at each and every one of those important items. The Social Security Administration can't help you with all of this. They can only give you facts about your Social Security, and they can't teach you how to make the most of your benefits. That's what our Social Security analysis can do for you if you call 803-9-RETIRE. This is one of the most important financial decisions you'll ever make. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call us now and get your free Social Security analysis at 803-9-RETIRE. You could be missing out on tens of thousands of dollars in lifetime income, or you could be living your best case scenario. It's a matter of claiming your Social Security at the right time. 803-9-RETIRE is the number to call. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'll talk to you next time. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Preservation Specialist is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc., both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.